When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. At the tone, the time will be 12 o'clock. Or not. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. Before I'd be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go home to my Lord and be free. Welcome to Reimagined Radio, a program about radio storytelling. I'm Jack Armstrong. With each episode, we combine dialogue, sound effects, and music to engage your listening imagination. This episode is no different, and here to tell you about it is John Barber, producer and host. Thank you, Jack. Hello, everyone. Welcome. This episode of Reimagined Radio is titled Destination Freedom Tribute. We offer it as a tribute to Black History Month and the radio series Destination Freedom, with its focus on the democratic traditions and cultural contributions of black Americans. Broadcast nationwide on the NBC network by WMAQ, Chicago, Illinois, from 1948 to 1950, Destination Freedom was written by Richard Durham, editor of the Chicago Defender. With each weekly episode, Durham used powerful radio storytelling to work against the discriminatory traditions and stereotypes of blacks in American history, arts, and culture. His unflinching focus established the footholds for later civil and human rights movements. The focus of our tribute is music, First, let's listen to The Father of the Blues, a dramatized biography of W.C. Handy, American musician, composer, and songwriter. This was the 12 September 1948 episode of Destination Freedom, written by Richard Durham. Around my bed When I woke up this morning Blues walking around my bed Went into breakfast And the blues got into my brain 
Nobody knows when the blues were born. Nobody knows where the songs began. Some say it was when Adam and Eve learned how to breathe. Some say it was on the day an assassin's bullet killed old Abe. Some say on that day the blues woke up from an empty bed in Memphis, walked the streets of Mobile like a natural man, haunted the bar rooms in Birmingham, laughed and cursed in the Jim Crow courts, and slipped unnoticed inside a guitar player who worked on a chain gang crew in a gravel pit by a railroad track in Alabama. This is the story of the water boy who noticed the blues. Water boy! Boy. Water boy! I'm coming. I'm coming. Get the lead out of your feet, boy. Who, who wants water? Blues called you first. Pass it up to him. You, you mean Blues Lemon? The guitar man? He working here now? That's right, Mr. Waterboy. Blues Lemon is heading the gang. The fellow with the nice new chains on his ankles. <laughs> now, Lord, why'd you make this here kid so innocent? Why, Lord? <laughs> Are you Mr. Lemon? You want any water? You took your tap. I didn't know what you was calling me. Gee, I'm glad you're here. I never seen you. You never seen me. I seen you playing the guitar. They didn't allow kids in the places I played. I slip in. You're the greatest musician in the world. Yeah? <laughs> you got good taste. Uh, get me some water there. Huh? All right. What you stopped for? What you listening to? That old train calling. Just a calling. Yeah, ain't no sound can say more than a train calling. Train talks. What's it say? Train says, Leave your chains behind and grab me. And one old day I'll take this air hammer and raise it over this chain and crack down. Danger, Lemon. Huh? The captain's coming up. Keep cool. Keep working. <laughs> Get out of my way, boy. <laughs> Lemon, Lemon, yeah. what you humming? Just a little old song, boy. What you call it? Blues. What blues? <laughs> What's blues? He's asking Lemon. You hear that, boys? <laughs> now, Lord, why'd you make the water boy so innocent? You know that ain't right, Lord. <laughs> but what is blues, Lemon? Don't make fun of my business. Blues is blue. What, is that all? That's all. Guess you ain't been around much. Blues, water boy, is your heart. It's a chain calling. It's a, a woman minus a man. It's talk turned into music. It's music that gets down to the rocky bottom. Sometimes it's a sad song. Then why you sing it? The blues... Regenerate some man, water boy. Will it regenerate me? <laughs> Get yourself a good guitar. Maybe I'll teach you to see for yourself. Well, can't you tell me now? Have, have, have I got the blues? No, no. You ain't got them, water boy. You ain't got no part of the blues. The blues got you. Blues had the water boy when he walked home past the barrel houses in the bar room. He heard them sung soft as a cat's paw and sharp as the bite of a whip. 
They bit deep inside the water boy's stomach when he walked by the Broker Brothers' novelty shop and stopped to stare at a guitar in the window. Ted Broker came out of the store. What does that guitar sell for? Cash. Cold, hard cash. How much cash? Uh, too much for you to be handling. How much? Well, you really want it? I'll call my brother and get the price. Ray, come on out here. Yeah? Well, what, what's all the fuss? Kid wants the price of the guitar. Well, he's wasting time. It's $52. $52? Uh, how much you make working after school in that gravel pit? Dollar a week? A dollar? Why, the strings cost more than a dollar. I know. But I sure wish I could get that little old guitar. Wishing won't get nothing. Working will. Save 52 weeks' wages. I'll save that guitar for you. You, you will? Yeah, yeah. Now, now, go on. I'll go. But don't give it to nobody. I'll be back. You're wasting time, Ted. He ain't coming back. A dollar say he'll be back. Dollar says he don't. It's a bet. If that kid got blues in his blood, he'll work his way back. He went out working with the blues ringing in his head. He worked as a janitor's helper in the courthouse, a bellhop in a hotel. He pulled fodder for farmers, picked and cradled clover. And in less time than the year, he carried a sack of coins to the Broker Brothers and kept track of the count. 49, 50, 49, 60, 49, 70, 49, 80, 49, 90, 50. You're $2 short. Well, I thought for cash I'd get some off. $2 short with all these pennies, nickels, and dimes. It's legal tender, Ray, legal tender. Reach down that guitar. I win the bet. Well, all right, I'll pay you. Uh... What a young fellow like you expect to do with a guitar? I expect to learn how to play it. Who'll teach you? Blues Lemon will teach me. Blues Lemon, the gambling yeah. musician? Why, he doing time, ain't he, Ray? Yeah. Hey, say, kid, ain't you some huh? kind old Reverend Handy? Sure, he's my dad. Why, he's the strictest minister in the town. Don't like nothing but sanctified music. Oh, that's because he ain't never heard the blues. I see. Because he knows you're buying the guitar. Oh, no, no. This is going to be a surprise. Well, I declare. So you're going to just walk in surprise, Reverend Handy? Yes, sir. Well, right surprise and surprise. Here's your guitar. Handle it careful. Handle right. it like you don't expect to have it long, if you know what I mean. Well, I'll be careful, all right. Well, thanks. Ted. Huh? Ten to one, water boy will be back with the guitar. Blues and all before tomorrow. That's a bet. The day's still young. The day was young when Waterboy tucked the guitar under his arms like a sleeping child and went home, his fingers twitching at the strings, his heart like a leaf. He went home to surprise the Reverend Handy. He tiptoed inside. Will? Will, is that you? Yeah, Ma. Then come in, boy. Your father wants to talk to you. Sure, Ma. Hello, Dad. Boy, where you been? Captain said he sent you home early. Went up to the store. <laughs> Land sakes, don't be so mysterious. What's that you got behind you? It's a surprise. Well, let's see it. All right. Here, a 12-string guitar. Well, don't you like it? Just a guitar. It's a plaything of the devil. A box for sinful music. Just what do you intend doing with that instrument? I'm going to be a musician. Musician? Now, Tom, all music ain't bad. 
You yourself like to hear Professor Bach play. Or said, what kind of musician? Blues. I told you blues men are nothing but idlers, tramps, loafers. They end up on chain gangs in and out of graves. I know. I preach their funerals. Before I let a son of mine become one, I'd preach his funeral. Tom, don't say that. I will say it. We're not built a respectable home for him to tear down with the devil's box. Who gave it? I bought it. You take it back. It's mine. Will you take it back from my start strap you? It's mine. Listen, son. You're too young to understand what your father's talking about. You don't know nothing about music. Well, I like it. Isn't church music good enough for your ears? Please, Tom, let me talk. Son, maybe we'll get your music teacher. And then you learn the right kind of music. Now take the guitar back. They, they don't want it back. They'll exchange it. Get a dictionary and a, a bicycle. That'll do you good. Your father says blues never did nobody no good. Now go on. And don't stop on the way. The water boy went out with his thoughts and his twelve taut strings and a tight fit. And he went by way of the chain gang pit, and he stopped before the gang. Well, look what the water boy is bringing. A guitar when I'm thirsty. <laughs> look at this. Water boy with a guitar. It's your doing. Let the boy alone. I want to talk to him. It's near time to catch the train. You ain't forgetting that, are you? I'm not. So, you got the guitar, huh? I... Gotta take it back. What's the matter? My father says it's only for for loafers, idlers, bell house bums, and outcasts. I didn't say that. That's what the safe folks say. They say blues is backroom music. Opera is front room. They hide blues and work songs in the kitchen. All right, let them stay in the kitchen a while. They'll eat and grow lusty and strong. Pretty soon it'll be too strong for anybody to keep in the kitchen. Besides, you'll see how pretty is blues and work strong. Here, give me a little old guitar. Let me feel it for a go. Where are you going? A good long way. This old hammer killed John Henry, but he ain't gonna kill me. You, uh, you know about John Henry? John Henry? Uh-uh. When John Henry about three days old, sitting on his pappy's knee. He picked up a hammer and a little piece of steel. Cried, Hammer be the death of me, Lord, Lord. Hammer be the death of me. The captain said to John Henry, I'm gonna bring that steam drill round. I'm gonna bring that steam drill out on the job. Gonna wop that steel on down, Lord, Lord. Wop that steel on down. John Henry said to the captain, Bring that 30 pound hammer round. 30 pound hammer with a nine foot handle. I'll beat your steam drill down, Lord, Lord. Beat your steam down. John Henry drove 15 feet. The steam drill only made nine. But he drove so hard till he broke his poor heart. And he laid down his hammer and he died, Lord, he 
And the water boy sat on the rocks while the blues man fingered a folk tune. He sat till the evening sun went down and red came up. Lemon. Ah, yeah, yeah. And stop fiddling with the box. Captain's going down the road to peace. The train of the pass. I know it. Then act like it. Get rid of the water boy. He's bad luck. The water boy's all right. Here, take your guitar. Give me my hammer. Yep. Sure, Lemon. What you pulling the chain like that for? Be quiet, boy. Be quiet. Oh, the train's on time. Train? Train's calling. Take me. You make yourself useful. Stand in front of me. Captain might look this way. Now, go on, Red. Hit the link on the edge. Come down. <coughs> Good, bro. Now I'll do yours. Stand still, boy. All right. Come on. Head for the track. You're leaving me behind, Lemon? For a while, boy. For a while. But you ain't showing me the blues. Show yourself, water boy. Show Lemon, me. will you come on? I'm coming. Boy, <laughs> to sing the blues, you got to live the blues. You won't get it from no people. You get it from people. Any people. Turn the talking into music. Lemon! I'm coming. Boy, take this hammer. Give it to the captain. If you ask you where I am, tell him, blue. Lemon's been here and gone. That boy'd be on the chain gang himself if it wasn't for my good nature, ma'am. I can't use him no more. He lost that guitar, but now he loafs about the music halls and in the streets with the drunkards. Has he taken to drinking? Not alcohol, ma'am, but the blues is whiskey. So he's drunk all the time. Everything he touches turns to blues. I'm scared to let him dip out water to the men anymore. You better do something about him. And they did something about him. Mrs. Handy called in Professor Bach, a doctor of music. Your son, Madam Handy, is uh, suffering from a severe distemperment of the pentatonic scale. There's an overgrowth of the minor chord tending towards dissonance. Uh, for complete resurrection, I suggest extended treatment in symphonic orchestration. Uh, he likes dance music, so I teach him to execute the quadrille, the minuet, the polka, the waltz. Uh, the better to forget the uh, uh, cakewalk and uh, turkey trot. Now, Handy, listen to me. You have a pronounced aptitude for fingering at the piano. This we will exploit first. Clear your head of the past while I play Chopin. In a few years, you will uh, play this way. If you can get the other music out of your head. Are you listening to me or to yourself? For a few years, the water boy was listening to both. Sometimes to his lost guitar, sometimes to his teacher. And then he was composing sonatas like those in Italy, concertos like those from Vienna. And slowly the blues from Alabama was gone. Then there were the years learning the violin and the cornet, leading an ensemble across the country. And after a time, he played Chopin better than Professor Bach.
Very well, Andy. I congratulate myself. I taught you well. Yes, you did. That's why I'm sorry we're going different ways now. Oh, but why? In 20 years, you have made a name for yourself. With my managing, we can go farther. No. I'm afraid I've lost the taste for the way, Professor. I haven't made much money. Ah, oh, nonsense. There's a depression now. It always hits entertainers first. It will pass over. We can go on. Uh, Professor. Yes. This time, I'd like to travel alone. Alone? But after... I know, I know. But I'd like to try to find some other forms of music besides concerts. Some American music. Huh? American music? What American music? Why, I don't know yet. Have you seen any? Well, not much on paper. But I can't get over feeling that all about me there's a new music. A good, rich music that's got a language and a body. I... I'm leaving concerts to look for it. Maybe I'll build some minstrel band. Well, you have done that. I can do more. Something like... Like... Like uh, playing a guitar? A guitar. Did I play a guitar? Uh, you have forgotten? Good. You can go on now and be a real artist. He climbed into the boxcar and listened to the clacking of the wheels while he rode through the night and the day before the freight stopped in the Tennessee yard. And he hid in the corner while watchmen came searching the cars. Car six, all clear, Jake. Check. Car seven, all clear. Check. No. Wait a minute. Somebody's in here. Come out of there, you. The hobo. Let him have it. Come out of there, I say. All right, I'm coming, officer, but I'm no hobo. He ain't no hobo, Jake. No. He's the Prince of Wales. Come on, you. We got work for vagrants. But I'm no vagrant. I'm a... You're a member of a chain gang for three months. That's the penalty for vagrants. Come on to the rock pile. He went to the rock pile and he hammered in the hot sun and thought of how he could find the guitar he'd lost and forgotten. When the chains left his legs, he went wandering about the waterfronts in the streets, looking, listening for the chords. went on with his looking, and slowly he came closer to it. He began to hear the guitar. He began to hear human speech turning into song. He heard a farmer coming in from the field without his crops. Oh, weevil, oh, Right 
And when the train comes along, Lord, I'm gonna snatch it back. He kept wandering from camps to levees, from city to city, until he came to St. Louis on a cool evening. While the sun went down, a woman walked by, humming an odd tune. I was talking. What'd you say? Uh, I was just saying, I hate to see the evening sun go down. Hate to go home. Hate to see that evening sun go down. The water boy had found his guitar in the St. Louis levees. He put down the words of blues from Memphis to Mobile, New Orleans and Texas, and soon he had a whole world singing blues. He had sat down on paper a new American music. just heard Destination Freedom's dramatization of the story of composer W.C. Handy, Father of the Blues, brought to you by the Chicago Defender newspaper and station WMAQ. Destination Freedom is written by Richard Durham and produced under the direction of Homer Heck. W.C. Handy was played by Fred Pinkert. Others were Louise Pruitt, Gladys Williams, Oscar Brown, George Kluge, Kurt Kupfer, Charles Mountain, William Nick, Cliff Norton, Tony Parrish, Arthur Peterson, and Les Spears. Greg Pascal is the singer. The special music was written by Amos Soderstrom and was played by Elwin Owen, Bobby Christian, and Claude Shiner. Blues selections were from The Blues, an anthology by W.C. Handy and Shining Trumpet by Rudy Blesch. This is Hugh Downs inviting you to be with us again next week for another in our series on the Negro in Democracy, Destination Freedom. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. You just heard The Father of the Blues, a dramatized biography of W.C. Handy, an episode of Destination Freedom written by Richard Durham. Handy was voiced by Fred Pinker, a well-known Chicago voice actor. 
This is Reimagined Radio, and we're paying tribute to Destination Freedom and Black American musicians and composers as part of Black History Month. We salute Destination Freedom for its unflinching spotlight on stereotypes and discriminatory practices directed toward Black Americans. Our partner radio program, The Fusebox Show, shines its own bright light on American politics and culture. Freeform, but focused, appropriate for all age groups and audiences, the Fusebox characters share their observations and reactions to events that both stir our imagination and boil our blood. Here is a sample. Fusebox. Did you know? There are tiny aliens living in the dishwasher. And at night, when you're sleeping, they carefully sneak out of the dishwasher. And slide down the estranged and desiccated spaghetti tendril. And then commence to eat all your cereal. Is that where all my Weetabix went? Fusebox. As you heard, the Fusebox show is ear food. Rich in production value, satirical humor, unique characters, and sometimes outrageous absurdity. Listen for episodes on this radio station and learn more at the Fusebox Show website, www.thefuseboxshow.com. This is Reimagined Radio. I'm John Barber. We are paying tribute to a radio series called Destination Freedom, broadcast nationally from WMAQ, Chicago, Illinois, 1948 to 1950. Each weekly broadcast, written and produced by Richard Durham, worked against discriminatory traditions and stereotypes by dramatizing the life and contributions of black American artists, writers, musicians, leaders, and others. Earlier, we listened to The Father of the Blues, a dramatization of the life of W.C. Handy, American musician, composer, and songwriter. Handy's musical inspiration sprang from the Mississippi River Delta. In New Orleans, a different genre of music evolved, jazz. The July 31, 1949 episode of Destination Freedom tells the story of how a young Louis Armstrong created a new genre of jazz with his trumpet playing. Let's listen now to The Trumpet Talks. cup-shaped mouth, three valves in a thousand tones. But the angel Gabriel touched his lips to my mouth and called home the quick and the dead. The Romans blew me when the earth was their empire. I've blown taps for the Caesars and the Napoleons. 
My voice has been heard in high and low places, but until the kid blew me, I never knew what scales I could climb. He gave me tones I never knew were my own. He gave me a voice that was free and strong so that his own could be free and strong. tubing and three valves. My tone was militant. In the orchestra pits in New Orleans around 1900, they fondled me with rondos and runs, blew sweet sonatas through my bell, blared a bit for Wagner and Beethoven, but left my tones intact as they'd been blown for a hundred years. But across the track, across the levees and the work camps and the wine rooms on Rampart and Basin Street, Husky bronze men filled my mouthpiece with wild winds, blue new notes that made the nerves of New Orleans quiver like a plucked string on a violin. A new rhythm that was running up and down the spines of the river town. And I sucked it into my valves and blew out new melodies, the new jazz, the ragtime that rocked the taverns and barrel houses. Over at Diamond Stones Cafe, tall leggy boy they called Bunk Johnson was in the back room practicing a new beat with his drummer, Baby Dodd. And he gripped me in his iron finger while the drummer tapped away and wondered why he didn't blow. All right, all right, Bunk. Let's get with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is the way you come in. Blow, man. Blow. What you waiting on? Thought I heard him out there. You mean that kid? Yeah. Now, if you want to keep your job as trumpet man the trio, make that kid stop following you around. He's not after me. Who's after them? This little old trumpet. Some of these kids are just like me. They hear the sound of a trumpet, they never forget it. Put that trumpet down and it goes by. He took me down from his lips and laid me on the table. While outside in Tenement Alley, an old horse drew an old wagon full of coal. And the kid guided it towards the back of Diamond Stone's cafe. The kid came hawking his coal and peeping at the back windows of Diamond Stones to see if he could get a glimpse of my shining cylinders in the hands of the trumpeter. He stopped his wagon at the door. He was perched on top of the coal and straining his ears for the sound of someone blowing on a trumpet. Poor kid. Too bad. Ah, too bad not. Let him grow into long pants first before he grabs at a trumpet. A guy blows a trumpet like you do, gotta have steel lips and iron lungs. He's gotta be a man, no kid. He's gotta be a man. Yes, in New Orleans, in the hot years when ragtime was being beat, molded into a new music, those who picked up the trumpet had to give body and soul to blowing out the new music that stung the heart of those who heard it like a shot of adrenaline. The kid who sold coal came to a dead-end street, hitched his wagon to a lamppost, and walked up two rickety flights of tenement stairs. Yeah? Who? It's me, Paul. Just me. Uh, well, it's about time. How much... Cold did you sell? Well, I only got to go around the district twice. 
You could have gone around four or five times. It hadn't stopped in that cafe. I didn't stop in the cafe. Don't I... you think I know you and that gang of brats you run around with? Sneaking every cafe on Rampart Street. Ate the drummers and the trumpet players. Wasting time when you should be working and helping pay rent. I ain't stopped. I worked all day. I you told you. laid out in Diamond Stone's cafe, too. His father didn't know. But the kid knew. It was the 12-hour day the old man put in at the turpentine fields. It was the invisible walls that penned him in the Negro ghettos around Rampart Street. It was the endless search for a way out of the blind alleys he'd walked for 40 years. And he hadn't been stirred by the sound of a brass trumpet like me as the kid was. And at night, when the moon hung over New Orleans like a silver penny you couldn't spend, the kid's mother would say, Louis, you going out again tonight? Yes, Ma. Can't you tell me where? To Diamond Stone's Cafe. Why there? Why always there? Because I can sit in the back there and hear them guys play music that is music. When I hear it, it's, it's just like they're talking to me, Ma. When old Buddy Bolden and Bunk Johnson and King Oliver cut loose on the trumpet, when the piano rolls and the drum beats that way, Nothing I can... but rowdies and drunkards in them cafes. Some folks don't mind. Folks of town say it's nothing but gutter music. Ain't I from the gutter? Well, boy... Stumbled down the rickety stairs, picked his way past the rubbish cans in the dark, headed towards the streets with the crowded cafes, ducked his head inside every tavern where he heard a musician blowing blues through Marvell. They came to Diamond Stone's cafe and eased in before the bouncer could see him. Sat quiet while Bunk beat the ragtime tune into shape, stripped the loneliness off the listeners and melted them into one rhythm. Johnson had blown himself out and was wrapping my brass mouth in velvet. The kid came up, and the drummer saw him. There's that cool-selling kid again, Bunk. Should I call the bouncer? Let him alone. Hey, look at your trumpet like it's a girl he loves. Now get him out of here before Diamond thinks you invited him. All right, all right. Say, kid. Yeah? You'd really like to blow that, huh? If I could blow like you and Buddy Bolden. You know where Buddy Bolden is now? Yeah. Where? Insane asylum. Too much of this nightlife put in there. And this, too. And they pointed to me and to the cafe and the ghetto outside. 
kid didn't bat an eye. I don't care. I sure like the blue. I'd sure like for you to show me, Mr. Johnson. Uh, what'd I tell you? Yeah, what'd you say? Who are you, kid? I feel cool. I know about the cold. What's your name? Louis. Louis Armstrong. Uh, the kids around Rampart Street call him a satchel mouth. You can see why. All right, satchel, I'll tell you what. I'll show you how to blow in the spare time. You will? Sure, but two can't blow one horn. Buy yourself a trumpet, come back, and we'll get together. You bet. You bet. They took a long look at my valve and shining mouth and went back home, rose the next morning and made the rounds of Rampart and Franklin Street. He stacked the pennies profit from his coal deals, and when the year ended, he had dropped a sack of coins on the counter of a Basin Street music dealer. This sack of pennies for. I priced the trumpet in the window, remember? You said seventy dollars could get it. Hell, yeah, now I do remember saying something like that. I do, huh? I got the seventy right here. Yeah, but uh, when I said that, well, uh, that was near a year ago. The prices are higher, you know. You'd need ninety. The kid's grip loosened on my shiny handle, and he left me in the dealer's hands. Went back to Rampart Street, where it forced me out of his mind. Gathered his gang of coal sellers together, made a quartet, sang for nickels along Perdita Street. Hid from the police patrols at night and sat inside the cafes till the early morning, while traveling musicians from the four corners of the Delta convened in New Orleans bistros, ballrooms, and dance halls and poured out the new music. sounds of his own from bottles and cans and rattled up and down Basin Street with his boys until one evening his father looked at his wide shoulders and said, yeah, You've grown as strong as a man and you're not even 19. That's what the jokers are trying to mess with me, see. I, I was thinking, yeah, they need a strong man in the turpentine camp. I'd uh, like to have you try no. it. No, you won't take it. I thought you'd have this to me, May. Once they take a boy into the turpentine camp, that's all he's good for, for the rest of his days. What else is he going to do? There's his music. <laughs> Can't play a note. He's got the notes inside him. I've watched him. I've listened to him. And I believe he'll grow favorite. Uh, all he'll play is the junk they shout out around the streets. You said yourself it wasn't worth listening to. I've changed my mind. Uh. Too many people come into New Orleans to hear it, and they get real pleasure from it. Maybe there's something in this ragtime music you and I are too old to feel. But it's in Lewis' blood. Let him go. She saved him. Somehow his own dogged drive to find a horn to master the rhythms and the melodies he heard round him pushed him on. In the evenings after the coal was sold, he carried the instruments for traveling musicians who were coming into New Orleans. He would sleep beside the piano, waiting for the player to finish so as he could collect his tips.
And one evening, the piano player ended his odd chord, drilling on the keyboards, and turned to the kid. Hey, 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 kid. Hey, it's closing time. Thanks for handling the suitcase, huh? Oh, sure. Hey, but you said you were going to pay Yeah, me I know, I know. I, I said I'd pay, but... Well, if you had kept your eyes open, you could have seen I didn't get a penny all night. You didn't show me how to play the piano either. Yeah, I know, I know. Say, I tell you what. You look like the kind who can handle himself. I do all right. <laughs> I thought so. Look, now, I ain't got no dough, but I got something that, that gets dough. Here, put it in your pocket. A gun? A thirty-eight? Why oh, shout out loud, uh, kid. Oh, easy. Uh, I, ain't, I ain't got much. I got no use for this. Oh, you, you, you'll find some. <laughs> Believe me. Now look, you'll make money quicker with it than with all the music I can teach you. Think hard. A 38 could be your best friend. The kid thought hard, then slipped the cold steel inside his pocket, walked out into the morning air, and headed towards the second hand shop. I come to get the trouble I bought. Now, listen here. Didn't the cop convince you you didn't have a chance against my word? Now, didn't he? He convinced me I needed a gun to guess what's mine. I'll take it now. Now, horn. Uh, put down that gun, boy. The cop's outside. I'll beat it now, and I won't kill I'm taking it. the horn with me. Now, stay back there. I'm going out. Uh, Hold on. Uh, stand where you are, boy. Oh, Drop that girl. I'll hold him off. Now, I told you he'd come back. I told you. Hold him now. Give me that girl. I'll catch your head. He was aiming to kill me, officer. He was aiming to kill me. I thought he'd he wasn't going to do much killing with this pistol. Not a bullet in it. Huh? Come on, boy. I'm going to put you where you'll be nice and safe for a long time. A long, long time. He took the kid to the juvenile court, and the judge was having a busy day. Next case, Armstrong. Your Honor, I really wasn't going to... I know, I know. I've already decided on you. Louis Armstrong? Yes, sir. You know, I could send you to the road gangs, even at your age. But there's something about what you're trying to get from the music dealer that, uh, well, makes me hesitate. Any kid who wants to learn music that bad ought to be given a chance at it. I can't give you the chance, but maybe old Director Davis over at the reform school can. Two years. Next case. Next case. They moved the kid out of the courtroom and into the crowded reform school and closed the door behind him. Director Davis looked over the new charge. Mm-hmm. I understand you've got a yin for music. Uh, you like it here? Yes, sir. I've trained a sort of band here, and sometimes we travel over New Orleans playing marching music for the parades. Yes, sir. Uh, there may be a place in the band for you. Oh, thank you. I'll start you out on the tambourines. Tambourines? Then if you do well, perhaps we can teach you how to handle the drums. Oh, well, thanks, but then I... Then there's the horn. Oh. You noticed this morning we had a trumpet boy playing reveille. Yeah, I noticed. Well, the regular boy is being discharged, going home. I'd like to start training someone new. If you can hit... Make heads or tails out of this horn by tomorrow morning. Come down to class and get started. Yes, I think you'll like it here. The director put me the trumpet in the kid's hand, and he blew and learned the notes in the reform school classroom until his term was nearly up and his mother came by. But, Louis, you say 
you don't want to come home. Home? Well, I'm trying to tell you it's easier here. I don't mind it now. Son, what's happened? In two years, I, I've never seen such, such a change. Oh, now, Ma, don't cry. I'm staying in as long as they'll teach me all the music they know. When I come out, I'll, I'll be able to blow. I'll be able to make the kind of noise on that horn people will come miles to hear. Let me learn, Ma. I've got to learn all the all time. The kid left her and went back to me, the trumpet, and blew until his cheeks ached and his lips cracked and split, but he kept on. He marched in the parades, and his notes took on a military precision and cut clean and clear. And when the day came, the director called him inside the school's office. You've learned more music here than most students get in college, Lewis. What do you intend doing when now that you're leaving school? Well, I'm going to look for work, sir. Good, Will. Stop by and visit us sometimes. Sure, sure. Who knows? Maybe I'll have to. No, I don't think so, Lewis. Oh, by the way, yes, sir. you'll have to leave that trumpet here. It belongs to the school. Oh. Sorry, you earned it. Maybe the next time you get a trumpet, it'll be your own. You'll get one, Lewis. The kid left me lying on the director's desk. Went back to the work he knew people paid for. Oh, man! Call man! My face is brown, my horse is black. I sell my coal to Bristol Sack. Coal man! He went back on the streets, but there was a new tune in his voice. And over in Diamond Stone's cafe, Bunk Johnson and his drummer were rehearsing, and again Bunk heard him coming. Hey, hey, be quiet a minute. You listening for something? Yeah, it's him. Oh, that wild kid that sells cool, huh? Yeah. Still looking for you to teach him drums? I don't know. I ain't seen him for two years. Hey, sounds like he's coming this way. You want to duck out? Well, maybe... Anybody want cool here? Hey boy, boy, the stuff they sell in this cafe keeps you a lot warmer than cold, and it's liquid. Now beat it. I'm looking for bunk. Yeah, well, what for? I can blow a trumpet some. I want a place in this band. Uh, just by handling cool, he's learned to handle a trumpet. Ah, uh, kid, we ain't got time to teach beginners. I've gone by the beginners. I'm working up to your class now. Well, listen to that one. That's yeah, right. I'm listening. Tell you what, kid. Suppose you come around tonight and sit up on the bandstand. We'll see what class you're in. Yeah, we'll see what class you're in. When night came, it found the kid back at Diamond Stone. They let him get on the bandstand, and Bunk put a battered old horn in his pocket. Well, now we'll tell you when to try to blow in. The number's Tiger Egg. You heard of it? Oh, sure. I know it. I know it by heart. Okay, here we go.
had me at his lips, with his lungs grown strong by hawking coal and his dreams clear, bold, and rich. He pushed through me notes and chords I'd never hit before and captured the new music inside his horn. And when he had shot the last note high above high C, the band stopped, the patrons stood up and were staring at the raggedy kid from the reform school. Johnson nudged him. I don't know where you got all that power, but if you'll stick around, I'll teach you what I know. Come on along. There's a guy around here you gotta know. Bunk took the kid across the street and broke into the Blind Mole Cafe where King Oliver, yeah, the king, the man who first made New Orleans trumpet scream like panthers was going through his rehearsals. When the king saw what Bunk had brought in, he frowned. Bunk, he's still picking up stray cats. Listen, King, this kid blows like mad. Bunk. King, you got to listen to him. <laughs> in less than a month, everybody in New Orleans will forget all about you and me. Hey, you're crazy. Listen, <laughs> they say when a new music's being born, you get one kid like this who comes along years ahead of himself. This kid plays tomorrow's music today. You're crazy. You listen. Say, Louis. Uh, yeah? Get up on bandstand with Oliver, will you? King Oliver? Yeah, the great king. Get up there and blow for him. Will I? Wait, take my trumpet. Just blow the way you blew across the street if you've got any more left in you. He climbed into King Oliver's bandstand and he had plenty more left in him. When the band began to play, Kid put me to his lips and blew with a phrasing that was peculiar to old New Orleans. finished, the band couldn't believe their ears, and King Oliver said, Say, say, kid, say, when you blow, you sum up all that's been said around here in a hundred years, and you do it better. Say, I'm going up to Chicago, and I want you in the band. Yeah, jazz is going north, to Memphis, St. Louis, Chicago, and from there, everywhere. And you've got the power and the imagination to go with it and lead it. <laughs> believe me. Say, blow those West End blues wherever you go. Yeah, you're the one who can make the trumpet talk and tell the truth. I'd never knew were my own. He made the trumpet tell the truth.
You just listened to The Trumpet Talks, an episode of Destination Freedom written by Richard Durham. Oscar Brown Jr. voiced the part of Louis Armstrong. Destination Freedom is an important radio series for its portrayal of black Americans and their history in the radio medium. Episodes offer compelling narratives, powerful dramatizations, dynamic characters, and engaging musical arrangements, all based on historical research and first-rate writing. Next month, please join us for our tribute to Lucille Fletcher, a radio writer recommended by Orson Welles. One of the most gifted of all the writers who ever worked for this medium, Lucille Fletcher, who wrote the greatest single radio script ever written. I'm John Barber. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Reimagined Radio. The script was written by John Barber. The sound design and post-production by Mark Rose of Fuse Audio Design. Our presence on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is coordinated by Regina Carroll Social Media Management. Graphic design and branding by Holly Slocum Design. This is John Barber, producer and host. Thank you for listening. Please join us again. We promise a good listening experience. This has been a production of Reimagined Radio. Our radio broadcasts are heard on local, regional, and international community radio stations. For on-demand streaming, point your browsers to our website, Reimagined Radio, that's all one word, no punctuation, dot net. While you're there, subscribe to our snappy email program guide. Thank you so much for listening, and please join us again for another episode of Reimagined Radio, where we'll continue our exploration of radio storytelling. Thank you for listening to Monday Matinee right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual feeds, including Tuesday Terrors for Horror, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Thursday Thrillers for Action, Adventure, Mystery, and Crime Drama, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.